Rainbow Chan with the creator and it is 10 past 10 here on Mornings with me, Brady Tanner, which means it's our time for our first edition ever of Movies, Movies, Movies and joining us here on Monday mornings are our new film lords, Jack and Andre. Thank you so much for coming in today. Hey, oh thanks my for gosh. having us. We're just yeah. excited to be here. Now yeah. we're working on a tagline. We've got something to the tune of you're here to pull the tablecloth out of film reviews and still yet still push everything as well off the table. Mm. It's a working progress. It's yeah. a working title, I guess, as you say in the industry. Um, but please <laughs> text in any suggestions if you have them, 0409 945 945. Anyway, thank you both for so much for coming in thank today. Thank you so much, Bridie. Thank you, thank you, thank you to FBI, I guess. Um, Let's start with how you both first got into movies. I guess I first got into movies the moment I saw like Angelica pull off her face mask in The Witches and then I was kind of hooked and bossed everyone around. Oh my god, on. that's amazing. The first thing that I can remember about getting into movies was Daryl Hannah in Kill Bill just walking down the hospital aisle, just whistling. I mean, she wasn't whistling, but yeah. there was whistling involved. And I just watched that over and over and over again. And uh, that was when I was a sprightly 16-year-old. So that's the kind of energy in movies that we like. And mm. that's probably all we're going to talk about. Oh, my those gosh. kind of moments. And David and Margaret as well. Let's not forget. Yes. Well, <laughs> and, and I was going to ask you guys, if do you think one of you is David and one of you is Margaret? Margaret. Or? Oh, my gosh. No, that's actually fine. I have to. I think I've had to cop the David, uh, David Monica. We're both but true versatiles. We can do mm. both. Totally. We slip into either. Exactly. Let's start with our first segment then of Movies, Movies, Movies. Today, Monday the 15th of January, here on Monday mornings, it's Spotlight, where you guys have scoured the film world to bring us the scoop on movie news. What have you found for us this week? So, um, apart from all the chaos that's happening in the film industry, we've managed to narrow it down to some actually exciting news and events. Sia Furla is directing a first feature film of hers called Sister. It's based on a short story that she wrote about 10 years ago. And based on a photo that she... Adelaide up- Represent. Adelaide Represent, fair is enough, Sia, Jack. Is that Sia Sia? That's Sia Sia. That's Sia, Sia, Sia from Sia, Adelaide yeah. Sia. Sia, homegirl that doesn't come out to Adelaide and do shows because she hates it. I want to say of Chandelier fame. Um, but she released a photo on Instagram of her just directing in the moment. She had a full film gear on. She was looking into a monitor. It was very, very cool. And so Oh, my ba- God. And then there's also, like, another singer that we need to talk about. Who is this? Oh my gosh, yeah, we're coming up to that in a second. Let me just finish the scene <laughs> oh part. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Guys are so excited. And, um, so excited about all this movie news. <laughs> yeah, so based on my filmic knowledge and investigative journalism, if she uploaded that photo in October, then we can expect the film to come out maybe second half of next year. Ooh, and it'll, psychic prediction. Psychic prediction. And I guess it'll be her first foray into directing feature films, apart from when she co-directed her Chandelier video clip and her other music Which videos. still talk about. They still love. Totally. It's, it's going to be iconic. Super iconic Australian filmmaking right there. And uh, that will probably be coming out next year. And also, on top of that, uh, merging music and movies together, Carrie Brownstein of <sighs> Sleater Kinney fame, and also my personal favourite, Portlandia. Portland. I love Portlandia. Is, I and Transparent. And Transparent, of course, is turning her memoir, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl, into a TV series. Hulu have asked her to direct a pilot called Search and Destroy, which she will write and direct. And I guess it's going to be about uh, her childhood, uh, the her the punk rock scene. Well, you've been, we've been listening to like the audiobook this week, and it's so soothing. Mm. Like honestly, it's as soothing as a Sleep with Me podcast. Mm. Like this is her talking about her childhood. It's her audiobook, so she wrote her like memoirs, and this is what she's going to adapt. And she also reads them an audiobook. Which Where did is she great. grow up? Do you? Seattle, Washington, just learned that yeah, from the audiobook. Yeah, she's a Pacific Northwest girl. Mm. And mm-hmm. she, like, 
loved like what is that TMC movies that growing up she was like a real retro freak which I feel like everyone up there is yeah she was all about doing sketches all the time oh and my god I realised sorry to cut you off but I realised that all of our news pertains to like like female artists now making movies because the next one is MIA no way um, she's releasing her long awaited documentary I feel like she was writing about this like years and years and years ago um, how it would just never be released and it's finally going to be released at Sundance which we're going to be at this weekend Whoop. begging for tickets because it's impossible to get into anything up there um, I don't know I just feel like how much control does Stephen Loveridge the director have really have over it it's just going to be all her archive footage it's going to be really candid mm. mm-hmm. I'm really excited for all of MIA's truth bombs to come out uh, for all of her you know total quips and complaints to like just go full force uh, in a whole feature film I think it's going to be hectic and like more locally I think we should talk about... We should just, like, give our friend a little plug. This is super exciting. <laughs> go for it, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what FBI is for. Yeah. <laughs> we have a couple of film friends just down the road who are in production, I think at the end of the production, of making their first feature film. It's called Suburban Wildlife, and it's Imogen McCluskey's first film as a direct... First, first feature film, sorry, not first yeah, film. Yeah, she made for, like, no money. She had no money. Everyone pulled together. Everyone came together. All her equipment was borrowed from school. <laughs> it was just... A- it's heaps of like a, you know new talent from Sydney it's super low micro budget it's a coming of age story set in the outer suburbs of Sydney it's all about growing up realizing that your friendships might not last and that finding yourself is sometimes way more important and she just has like a, she's just in touch with the sublime like it's going to be this mm. like beautiful thoughtful gorgeous Sydney film that you're just going to love. Totally. And not to name drop a couple of directors, but she is so the Australian Andrea Arnold. And you know that when you're going to see this film that you're in for something special. If you want to find out more about Suburban Wildlife, you can head to their website. It's www.suburbanwildlifefilm.com. Has heaps of information. It's super well laid out. I'm in a photo on the front page. Don't want to brag. And that should come out next this year, 2018. Okay, now I'm just going to like speed run through some 2018 highlights because it's a big year. Ocean's 8 starring Rihanna and Aquafina is coming out. A Wrinkle of Time by Ava DuVernay starring Oprah. House of Cards starring No More Creep and only headed by Robin Wright, the most powerful woman in like the media. <laughs> There's something with Kristen Stewart and Chloe Sevigny coming out with serial killers. Ooh. And like, uh, I guess we should do like a quick hit list because this is something that needs to happen this year and we need to remind everyone of all the creeps out there. There's two new ones this week. Oh, no, there's only yeah. one real new one this week. Mm. No, I'm probably, I'm sure there's more. No, no, no. You're, you're but the main one right. is James Franco. Totally um, James Franco. Google it up. We don't need to like give any mm. airtime to these people, give airtime to the victims. But honestly, mm-hmm. that came as no shock. The next one as well is Mark Wahlberg, who refused to like sign off on Kevin Spacey being reviewed, removed from a film. They mm. had like a week to fix this problem. Mm. Michelle Williams was like, honestly, pay me a thousand dollars. I don't care. Do anything you want to do. Mm. Just get him Just out. Just get Kevin out of here. And Mark Wahlberg wouldn't even sign on, demanded $1.5 million for a week of reshooting. Mm. Anyway, now he's donated all of his money to Time's Up. So I guess it's a victory. Mm. Wow, that's a lot of news for people to, <laughs> to digest. You guys have really, really covered a lot uh, going into 2018 as well, which we're now in. I'm going to chuck a link up on the program page, fbiradio.com, where listeners can head along to and find out more about all the things we mentioned there in Spotlight. Coming up really soon, we're going to get to Crunch Time, where Jack and Andre review two films. Let's take a track from Björk now out of Iceland. This is Blissing Me. We'll be back soon. Yes. All of my mouth was kissing it. 
Bjork featuring Serpent with Feet. That was Blissing Me. And you're listening to Mornings on FBI Radio with myself, Bridie Tanner. Joining me in the studio are film lords Jack and Andre for a new segment, Movies, Movies, Movies. We just gave you all the news coming up in film for 2018 and we're about to get into Two Girls, Two Reviews, a new <laughs> segment title we just came up with in the break there where Jack and Andre have uh, basically... Uh, watch two films and they're going to give us a review each. Jack, tell us about Swinging Safari. So this week, director of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Stefan Elliott, returns as Australia's pop enfant almost terrible with <laughs> Swinging Safari starring Kylie Minogue, Guy Pearce, Asha Ketty, just to name a few Aussie stars. It's summer in the 70s and three families live in a trashy but uber-designed Australian suburban beachside cul-de-sac. Their families party together, party together and one night engage in an awkward swinging party while the kids watch, watch, which is like a bit much for all of their relationships. It ends up tearing their street apart in a dark, nostalgic comedy of manners that feels kind of like John Waters directed The Slap after watching American Honey on a waterbed with a bucket of KFC. Oh, and a 12-metre whale washes up on their local beach, throwing everyone out of sorts, especially Darcy Wilson, who I really think carries the film. She really is this kind of, like, alienated heart that looks at these parents with, like, complete abject horror. The whole thing is filled to the brim with punch in the ribs nostalgia, but for me, Swinging Safari plays out as a really scathing indictment of Australian drinking culture, in the same vein as Wake and Fright. Swinging F- Safari could have been Australia's answer to Gummo, but its pace plays it family-friendly. What do you think, Ange? I know you don't really do Priscilla or anything Australian or anything suburban. No, I'm worried that the only thing I'm going to be able to say about this film is that I just can't do Australian suburban in the 70s. But I think one thing that you didn't mention that I think is really one of the most successful things in the film is how the whole movie is intercut with all this archival footage from what I, I'm guessing is Stefan Elliott. Yeah, it feels autobiographical. Yeah, so basically, I think the film is about the director and his childhood and how he got his start in movies so a lot of the film has all this super 8 footage from this kid's uh, camera and his little sketches and he's like making his friends do these like really really dangerous stunts like lighting them on fire Mm. and making them ride motorbikes and so yeah so like uh, while it is totally one half you know trashy comedy with the Kylie Minogue running around in 70s outfits it also has this cool kind of scratchy etchy super 8 feel to it which I think is really fun and cute but I don't know and also like we should notice that Stefan Elliott is gay and I think, like, it's weird because Jack Thompson plays the, like, older version narration of him and it feels weirdly, like, aggressively straight, even though the character's, like, at the centre of the film. It would just make more sense if they felt alienated by all of these, like, swinging, abusive parents because mm. they were both queer and looking after each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, like, my comment on the film. Yeah, it's, I was actually a little bit surprised by the fact that the movie is so much about the parents and not about the kids, because the kids are obviously having a rollicking time just running around, shooting these little short films, doing stunts, running to the beach, getting sunburned, eating KFC, but so much is about... Like Kylie Minogue trying to kill a dog. Yeah, it's about Kylie Minogue running around and just having these sort of midlife crises. Yeah. There's a disco in there, which is kind of groovy. I think also it's really interesting that this is coming out this week, just before Invasion Day, because like next week, Sweet Country by Warwick Thornton's coming out, mm. and there's these two real indictments on Australian culture coming out Mm. that are kind of going to be popular and successful, I think. That's the thing, though. I feel like it's not an indictment. I feel like it's too... It's so, like... like, It's it's too scared of being... Yeah, you're right. Mm. So that was your review on Swing Safari in a word? Oh, God, in a word, um, exhausting. But I don't know. (laughs) Grotesting. Grotesting. Grotesque. Um, Mine's probably just sunburnt. Sunburnt's like a single word, right? Yeah, Yeah. Hills Hoist. Cool. All right, Uh, Andre, let's go to your review now of Step. 
So, Step is a super heartfelt documentary about the Step Dance crew of the Baltimore Leadership School for Young Women. It follows the girls in the crew, the choreographers, the teachers, counsellors, family members, their lives at home, in the studio. It's a pretty thorough expose of a dance team on the rise. Without losing sight of the film's focus, which is just the dancing, we get to delve deep into what life is like for the women on the team. Make it through practice, make it through life is their motto. Step pretty much successfully blends the women's story, their routine, their family with the breakdown of their dancing demands and what feels like real insight into teenage determination. Everything is kind of effortless in this movie about kids who work really, 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 really hard all the time. It's super uplifting despite the many ups and downs of these powerhouse women. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of the doco Check It about a queer gang in Washington. Both films feel like sister films. Go watch Check It if you haven't. It's online. It's readily available. Step has been lauded by critics and Michelle Obama and is screening at Golden Age Cinema this Wednesday super exclusively at 6.30pm and on this Sunday at 3pm. Go see this beautiful movie about beautiful sisterhood. I cried at the end. Jack, what did you think? I cried at the end too. I thought it was really, really beautiful. It's, it's just like all about like... I, it's it's about like all these girls trying to like get the love of their moms and also get into college in like the hardest of circumstances. Mm-hmm. But Step is also the coolest dance. Mm, mm-hmm, like, totally. They make this music with their bodies and mm. I have to admit, they're obviously the best ones at the end. Oh my God, totally. I have to admit though, I did have to watch a So You Think You Can Dance audition to figure out what Step was. But once that was done, I was super on board. I totally agree with you. I We were talking about this before, but I haven't really spoken about the director of the documentary because I feel like the film is so about the subjects and not the director because documentaries are often just about the directors. Yeah. But, um... I feel like it, I was so with all the girls and involved, and I under—I felt like I felt like I understood what was happening the in their step lives is so like, well. Most documentaries, you're like, "Oh God, why is the camera here? This feels really like unethical and everything." But with this film, it really felt like empowering. Like the camera was on them; they were getting a chance to tell their stories, and then they all kill it. Mm. Like mm. it's really cool. Step in a word. Step in a word. Uh, just a powerhouse. Um. Oh God. Um. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> okay. Close enough. Um, where can we go and see Step? Oh, you mentioned we can go and see Step at the Golden Age Cinema Bar. That's right. Um, I'm actually now very excited and really keen to check out that. Totally um, should. I was surprised. So you it... think you can dance? Clip oh my god, as get well. on it. Really surprised that it didn't get an Australian release, but it's on iTunes and Amazon and also screening super, super low key at Golden Age Cinema. We're going to go to a song now, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about where you have to go and watch film this week in Sydney. Track is by Echo Vandal. It's Broke Days, Party Nights, Movies, Movies, Movies is what you're listening to on FBI Radio. Hello. UV Boy with Bleeding Out. Up before it, we heard Break Days, Party Nights from Echo Vandal's self-titled album released last year. And you were listening to Mornings on FBI Radio with myself, Bridie Tanner, and joining me, Jack and Andre, our film lords. We are talking movies, 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 as we will be every Monday from now on. And it's time to get into the segment where we talk about reasonable film screenings and things that you have to get to around Sydney this week. We're calling it Be Reasonable. So, guys, what are the cheap screenings happening and what do people have to go to this Can we week? just, like, <laughs> jump into the thing that I'm yeah. most excited about? Okay, fine, okay, fine, I know we're going to, like, save it, but I think we should just open with it. This save week, the best for first. You know save the I best mean? for first, go it's for like it. Can I guess what it is, if that's okay? Don't treat a mean, just Can I try and guess keen. it? Okay, you guess know which one it is. Okay, fine, you go, just say it, just say it, just say it. I've already told you which one it is. We discussed it. Okay, go. Okay, um, really obsessed with this film that actually Andre discovered, which is called Portrait of Jason. It's by this director called Shirley Clark. 
Um, it was made in the 70s in the Chelsea Hotel, and it's just this, like, really punk, like, underground documentary. Well, and it's words. playing as part of the Lost New York film series at the Art Gallery for free um, on Wednesday, mm-hmm. on the 17th, um, at 2 in the afternoon, then 7.15 at night. Yep, that's right. At Art Gallery of New South Wales. At the Art Gallery of New South Wales, at Portrait of Jason by Shelley Clark. Is you just walk in, rock up, ro- walk oh God, in. Just Basically, walk in, sit down, do. and just, like... Or if you have more refined taste like me, you were going to go and want to go see Bad Mums 2 at Moonlight Cinema. I think it's screening this Wednesday and tickets range from $16.50 to is, $19. Is that the one that's happening in Centennial Park? That's the one, yeah. That's, that's the, the one. one. Centennial Park. <laughs> and it's and also my happening... girlfriend went and saw um, Swinging Safari there the other night and there's like heaps of waterbed shots and because it's windy, the whole screen looks like a, a huge waterbed. It's like double waterbed. But that's super fitting because there's a waterbed in Swinging Safari. That's what I... Yeah. Anyway, uh, Bad Mums 2, Moonlight Cinema, <laughs> Sweet Country, Warwick Thornton's new film is doing an advanced screening today. With drum roll. Today, actually, there have been... Th- Margaret Pomeranz. With Margaret Pomeranz drum roll. Um, there have actually been... There were three screenings planned. Two of them have sold out, and there's one left tonight at the Hayden Orpheum. Margaret Pomeranz is going to be in attendance with Warwick Thornton, Brian Brown, and Hamilton Morris. It's at 7.30. And how much will that one set you back? That one was, I think the tickets were $17, but it fluctuates uh, between whether you're a concession or full-time adult. Let's get uh, some screenings happening for the real stingy bastards. Okay, stingy else. screenings. I'm just going to run through the really cheap ones, depending on which area you're in. Randwick Ritz on Tuesdays, $10. Nice. $6 after 6 for students on Monday nights at the Hadium Orpheum. So reasonable. Exactly, so reasonable. $8 on Wednesday at Dendi for students. Um, Hayden Orpheum's never more than $15, but on Tuesdays it's $8 and it's free if it's your birthday, so get your fake IDs out. If you're out in the West, go to Dumeris Street Cinema in Campbelltown. It's $7.50 tickets all day, every day. Um, I haven't been to that one. Is that just like I a normal either. I just found cinema. out about it Googling for this segment and I really want to go. It looks like, I looked outside and it looks like one of those kind of makeshift bowling alleys and I went to one, that's where I saw Get Out last year in Swan Hill and I was like, Whoa. is this just a converted blockbuster? Like it's... Anyway, it's... We should hit that up. Mm. We should definitely hit that up. It sounds like exactly what we want to do. And if you're in for a classic, head to Frida's Bar, which is showing Ghost in the Shell, the original, 1996. It's free, and it will start around 6 or 7-ish, I'm guessing. What night is that on? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Mm. Was, why didn't I write that down? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really not. Wednesday. I think they're usually on... Tuesdays. Mondays. Head onto the Facebook page at Frida's, Frida's. Bar. Frida's. It's, <laughs> Frida's. It's, um, at some point during the week. It's after hours movies, and uh, they're really great. They're down under underground in a really cool white room. It's really exciting. And what we should end on with our like special screening this week is do yourself a favour and go see Do the Right Thing by Spike Lee on Saturday at Golden Age Cinema. It's a must. It's on at 7.45. Tickets are at $17, which isn't as reasonable as the other ones, but mm. the fact that you get to see this film on a big screen mm. is reasonable. And we and didn't mention it before. And like also check out Spike Lee's new Netflix show. Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. she's got to have it, uh, which just got renewed for a second season, exactly. I'm fairly sure. While you're at it. We didn't say it before, but Swinging Safari comes out on Oh the... my god, on Thursday, and I feel really guilty about not mentioning that. But go see Swinging Safari as well. I feel like I was like, it's exhausting, it's grotesque, but it like has to be talked about. And go Step, to, and Step, go of course. Films. Go see Step, but go see like, step, uh, mostly go see Swinging Safari, it's Australian. Go see both, uh, <laughs> if you're feeling generous. Uh, and... Uh, I think that's about, and then we also, and that's it. That's the end of our deals. Great, Jack, Andre, thank you so much for telling me where I can go see movies for cheap and what I have to absolutely go and see. <laughs> Swinging Safari and Step are definitely on my list. Thanks to your gorgeous reviews, and thank you so much for keeping me up to date with all of the news happening in film in the film world. Oh it's Looking a pleasure. Thank you, Brady. You thank you so much for having won't us. Won't be here next Monday, but you will be chiming in live, not live, but 
from the US, is that right? Well, so, I think what we're going to do is next week we're going to do an interview with Warwick Thornton and the week after that we're going to come in live from Sundance. Mm. So stay tuned for Monday Monday's Movies, Movies, Movies mm. here on Monday. Thank you so much again for coming in. Thank you, Braddy. Thank you. No worries. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.